and welcome to the second episode of the Sola San Diego podcast. Uh, this podcast is being presented by Sola Genius. Uh, Sola San Diego, providing best-in-class resources for our pros' success is our number one priority. That's why we want to highlight our partnership with Gloss Genius, the business management and payment platform that makes it easy to grow revenue and enhance your client experience. We're excited to share more info and an exciting offer for Sola Genius, the booking and payments app for Sola, and Gloss Genius specifically made for Sola Pros to run and grow their business. Gloss Genius gives you a beautiful online booking site, powerful marketing tools, and low payment processing rates to empower you to run your full salon in a stylish and smart way while feeling supported at every step, all for $20 a month after a 30-day trial period. We have an offer specifically for our Sola San Diego community, 50% off for two months of Sola Genius subscription for any new users. Visit glossgenius.biz slash solasdpod and enter code solasdpod to get started. Solasdpod is the code. We love Gloss Genius. Love it. Thank you guys for sponsoring the episode. Appreciate it. And we have Miranda on our second episode. How's it going, Miranda? Kind of introducing you for a second here. Um, you do have a studio in our Bird Rock location, which is awesome. It's the first location ever built in San Diego. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in California. Yes, yes. Correct me. Um, and we wanted to bring you on just because, you know, you got a strong social media presence, uh, great business tips, and just overall cool person. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, we're lucky to have her. How long have you been with Sola now? Um, in San Diego, I've been here about a year and a couple months, but cool. I've been with Sola starting in 2018. Okay. okay. Yeah. Nice. In so, San Diego in 2018 or a, somewhere? In the Bay Area. The Bay Area. Yeah. Okay. So, Shout out to the Bay Area, yeah. the owners. And you were like kind of commuting back and forth for a while, if I remember, right? Yeah. I had to, I had the studio here and there for a little too long. Yeah. Um, <laughs> last September, so it would be about a year now that I've like fully committed full throttle down Bird Rock. So. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Yay. Awesome. That was hectic. And, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Going every like 10 days, like back oh and forth gosh. between the clients. And I was like, okay. Um, so what, what's like the start of your hair journey? Like how'd you get into doing hair um, just in general? Um, I always joke. I'm always like legally. Just kidding. Uh, I feel like it's like one of those things like people either say they never wanted to do hair or they're like, oh, I've always had my hands in hair. Um, I always like tell my clients like, oh, I do hair because I was a wrestler. And they're like, what? And like, just listen to my story. Like it, it ties into it, I swear. Because they're like, what does hair have to do with being like a, a nerd jock? Um, but I, I did wrestle for middle school and um high school and then I got really sick from cutting weight and um, I like just completely stopped all of my like sporty stuff and directed all to art and then mm -hmm. I joined um theater so I was like I don't want to be on stage I'll do the hair and makeup and then uh -huh. I fell in love with doing that like I always felt like I had my hands in it anyways um, and then I remember when everybody like put their colleges down for high school, I was like, beauty school. And everybody's like, what? Beauty school? <laughs> you didn't do all those science classes to go to beauty school. I'm like, yeah, I did. And then instantly after high school, yeah, after high school, I went into beauty school. And cool. then I was like, I don't want to do theater hair anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to do real hair. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to like, I want to just deal with like one person at a time. 
Um, and then I instantly just went into like three different jobs doing hair in like all of the different types of fields of hair, like barbering, I did weddings, I did extensions, I did color, um, freelance even. And then I was like, this is a lot. And then I was like, I need to slow it down and um, joined a salon as a renter and then left after about a year and a half to two years and then just jumped into my own in the solo. So. And you were in the Bay Area, like you started there mm -hmm. and then you came down to San Diego and you had like any clients or anything, just yeah. nothing. Yeah, I just, um, 2020 pushes people to do crazy things. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, I'm moving. And I just took like all of my clothes and I didn't really tell anybody. And I just came down here. Um, and then I was like, I've always wanted to be by the ocean. Mm -hmm. I always thought I would be in Santa Cruz, but I went a little further down California than I wanted to or thought I would. And then um, I found the road off location. There's only one studio available. And I was like, I'll take it. Like, yeah. I'll, I'm doing it. Let's do it. I didn't even know how I would. I didn't know if I had clients. I didn't know how to even move my stuff down. I had like nothing in my studio. I like looked at pictures <laughs> like a year ago today and I was like, Okay, the studio's come a long way. Yeah, since. definitely. And I think AI gave you your first tour of Bird Rock. Yeah. You like mass on and like, yeah, just you, like you kind of forget people that yeah. you've done like tours with when it's just like always yeah. that mask on. And it's like, it's, it's just cool. It's a cool story. Well, funny story. I knew why I love Miranda so much when I met her and signed her up. It was obviously 2020. Like I had just got COVID, but I was done with my two week quarantine and it was my first outing and I was still really not feeling great when I met Miranda. So groggy. So I'm like signing her up. I'm like sweating. I'm yeah. like apologizing to her. I'm like, I just, I can't answer <laughs> questions. I don't feel great. Like, and yeah. she was so sweet, so nice the yeah. whole time. I always just like loved you for that. I went home and like fell asleep right after Yeah, that. right. <laughs> yeah. At least you were up front. Like, you were like, yeah, I just had COVID. I'm yeah. just like, I'm definitely not like positive anymore. I'm just like, not a great first impression. It's like that, that yeah. COVID like after fog. You didn't like want to say it, but you like couldn't answer yeah. any of the questions. And I was like, I'll just read it. And then we saw each other a couple months later, like without masks. And we were kind of just like, who? Yeah. Who are you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. Yeah. Again, not my best time, but she still stuck it out with Sola. So that was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The timeline too is like we were yeah. still in, in the, the COVID phase. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The thick of it. <laughs> We didn't know you didn't have any clients before you took this studio. Oh, yeah, she was I was going to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> she was so confident. Yeah. 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 yeah, and you were like, you came in with amazing. like the great, you always had like the really colorful hair. So I was like, I was like, that's, I mean, this lo literally looks <laughs> yeah. like a, like a hairstylist right here. So let's, let's do it. Like You can have it. And like, I think there's people like still working in there too. And then I was like, it's okay. I'll be back in a couple yeah. months. Like, yeah, I'll right. And I was like, okay, cool. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he mentioned your colorful hair. You always have like really great, like green, blue, purple. Yep. Like what's the inspiration behind it? Or is there any, or you just like colorful hair? Um, I have always had a color in my hair. I remember even I in love high it. school, I've always That's had awesome. like a peekaboo or like, I would like lose What's a peekaboo? It's like I'm a random spot know. of color. Just like if you move and then you're like, Ooh, peekaboo. Like, oh, peekaboo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't like. I love, like, I don't say normal hair. Yeah. I love blondes and brunettes and, mm -hmm. like, reds and everything like that on other people. Okay. Um, I honestly never thought I would 
like blue and I moved to San Diego and I was like, let's just try blue. And it ended up being one of my favorites on me. I yeah. love it. Um, I've had every single color and then I've done the split <laughs> dye. Um, and I like that, but yeah. I feel like it's just time for change. But I love like not looking like anybody. Like, like the, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Like, All right. I, I walk around and I like, at first, when I first moved here, I was like, oh no, like, they're gonna recognize me everywhere I go. I'll go into a coffee shop and they'll be like, "Blue haired girl," or like, "Yeah, yeah right, like, right." Oh, I mean, that's forcing me to have friends. Like, yeah, maybe people will be more like inclined to ask why. I yeah, know, like a lot of people are like, "Oh, is that a COVID thing?" I'm like, no, it's just a Miranda thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's a lot of my me. clients now are like, "Wait, I can do that." And I'm like, "Yeah, look." And then oh, I'm almost so cool. every single client has like a little bit of, of like, color in them. Now. Yeah, and I'm like. Ooh, because you're the inspo. Rainbow fish. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> Love that. Wait, so again, we had no clue you just moved here. Did anyone else hear that? Sorry. Yeah. It's gone Anyways. crazy. It's an old firehouse, so it's yeah. you know, usual. Um, so we had no clue you had no clients. So give us like a little backstory how that was and how'd you build your clientele here? About not having clients. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I wasn't like as confident as I probably put myself out to be. I feel like there's a lot of like stuff going on not in the business area of my life and I was just kind of like we gotta do it like this is it Mm -hmm. and I had been marketing unknowingly when I first like got into that very first salon that I was in I was like on Instagram before Instagram was really kind of like popping off I was Mm -hmm. taking videos I love to like take videos of the process of things I always like took before and afters I always like loved giving my clients the afters and like they would feel so great. So I feel like I had so much like content previously, like in a Mm -hmm. portfolio um, to where like, even if I came down here and I wasn't working, I still was like able to like pretend that I was Um, or just like showcase everything like every single day. Um, So I feel like social media obviously was huge with that. And then I wasn't confident with word of mouth either. So when I moved down, I was like, yeah, I have my own hair studio. Yeah, I actually have two. Okay. Like, I did not <laughs> tell anybody, mm-hmm. which I do regret. I wish I would have been a little bit more confident and like, look what I can do, but not, you know, humble. It's uh, hard. It's yeah. tough. It's very um, tough. And then I just set a lot of boundaries with my studio in the Bay Area, and I feel like that is what actually pushed me forward to receiving clients down here. Mm-hmm. Um, I was living a double life, and mm-hmm. and they made excuses when I went up there, like, Oh, I'll just go back to the Bay Area to make my clients. And then I wasn't living the life that I wanted to be creating in San Diego. Okay. Um, so then when I went home, I was like, this is it. Like, I had two renters in my salon up there. I was like, you know, you have 30 days. They left immediately. It was, like, very clean. Um, and then all my clients, I got half of them, flew down, like, flew down within the first few weeks of them needing their stuff done. Um, and then the rest of them, I just gave them a couple of, referrals up there and Mm -hmm. a lot of them became like family and friends from that which is really interesting Mm -hmm. um I feel like like stylists just create community like that anyways um and then I think that me branding myself in like just one niche of just like doing extensions only um set me apart being down here too um I just like graduated this like academy this hair academy that I've been in for Mm -hmm. so long 
Um, so I'm like technically like the first licensed natural beauty girl artist in San Diego. Oh, congratulations. South That's of awesome. Laguna. So I'm like, yeah. okay, it's awesome. be good, be good, tell people that. Um, <laughs> and then just like educating instead of trying to get clientele immediately, like building a relationship with people. Mm-hmm. I like to send like audio messages instead of like text messages and mm-hmm. it makes people feel like, oh my gosh, like she's actually talking to me. Like that's her voice. I've never met her before. And then they come in and they're like, oh my gosh, I, I feel like I've known you for five years. Oh, that's, that's so awesome. interesting. Yeah. Actually very, very interesting. I've yeah. never heard that before. That's so cool. So it was also a part of the, the schooling too, but I feel like just um, creating connections with people and like, having crazy hair and Mm -hmm. showing your life outside of like just what the salon looks like is Mm -hmm. like what people are geared to like they're like oh i I followed you for three years and i like finally came to you like or they come through the area it's it's a good vacation spot in san diego Mm -hmm. so people are just coming and going and they'll find me and it's like okay i have this person establish this connection with them and they are like on the other side of the states now really and even if they come through yeah so I think that was the best way to do it. I'm still building, of course, but um, I think that the boundaries and then like the authenticity and like establishing connections before the appointments actually happen were the biggest, the biggest things. That's huge. You said you you do only extensions, is that Mm -hmm. correct? And they're like just colored extensions. Do you color the extensions before? So I like to do like an application process. Mm -hmm. Um, So before I even talk to them, they just tell me what they need. Mm -hmm. I do a consultation and then based off of like the photos they send in and what their, what their hair issues are, um, we set up a plan and then most of the time, like my extensions are prepped before they come in with like very, very little change and then the process is a lot faster and they feel more comfortable because they're not like just waiting on you to be following these extensions um but yeah i do that's cool it's like a it's a fun process i think people like oh you only do extensions i'm like no i do everything but i offer it as an extension service Gotcha. Um, so they come in same consultation like they'll still get haircuts they'll still get color done except we're just adding a lot more hair to it yeah 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 right (laughs) yeah so I've dealt with people that are going through like postpartum, um, through okay. chemo, like yeah. just life changes in general. And I feel like it's almost like a safety blanket and you just kind of hide For sure. <laughs> yeah, of course. Makes them feel it. so good about it. Yeah. yeah. So I've offered extensions only since 2018. Since 2018. Yeah. That's awesome. And how'd you, how'd you know you were like ready to kind of make a leap and go into a studio? on your own because it's it's a big transition i mean we talked about the san diego transition which is like i mean that's that's awesome that's so crazy Mm -hmm. and you just it sounded like you kind of dipped your toe in a little bit and had the clients in the bay area and then san diego kind of building san diego and then you were like no i just need to like go full in yeah um i feel like going like all in is just like the key like if you ever have you know two feet in both places you're not gonna move anywhere you're just gonna like mm. do these splits at the end of the day um <laughs> but I I loved what I was doing when I was working as a chair renter um I was really young and I didn't understand like boundaries with like other stylists I didn't understand boundaries with like your boss or anything like that I just was like oh, I'm just going to help everybody. And when you help everybody, mm-hmm. you're not helping yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so it got to the point where I was like, I'm good at what I'm doing. And like, I know you can't tell me I'm not. 
and I had a lot of people in my life like just dim down like dim the light like you're doing too much and I listened for a very long time and then I was like I can't do this anymore like I'm so unhappy and mm-hmm. it was kind of crazy like we're gonna get real um I decided to do like something against the grain that my salon was like believing in mm-hmm. and I got fired like in front of a client Wow! Oh, wow. and back then I didn't that's know insane. that that's like I can't really do that but <laughs> I took all my stuff I like literally couldn't even blow dry the client like she heard everything and I was what? just like I'm so sorry like I can't blow dry your hair today I think I was like I was like 21 that's and my gosh I was like that's so crushing I'm gonna give you $50 off like I can't blow dry your hair I'm so sorry yeah thank you bye and then like packed all my stuff up threw it in my car and like I literally haven't driven down that street until like a year ago Wow. so it's like scarred. it was bad and then yeah. the next day I rented from some random person at another Sola mm-hmm. or that would be the first Sola that I'd ever worked in at that point point. and then I went down to SoCal did a class came back and was like I'm changing everything and then at the same time I lost the relationship that I was in and the place that I lived so within like a four-day period I lost my job <laughs> Oh my god. My partner and my home. And I was like, what the heck? And I literally like six days later found a studio and opened up and was like, I'm only doing extensions. Like you can't tell me that I'm not good at what I'm doing. I've been doing Mm -hmm. it for this long. Like I've been told no for so long and Mm -hmm. I'm not letting that happen anymore. I can't or else I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make it. Yeah. Um so that was another like giant leap. I feel like I kind of lost everything, but it was a good thing because I didn't yeah. need it. I didn't want those things. They weren't right. good for me. Baggage. Yeah. And yeah. like, then I opened it and I saw like how it made other people happy. And I had like a rule in my studio. I was like, we can vent here. We're not gossiping. Like we're not bringing any negative energy. Like this is mm-hmm. literally like a safe space for like everybody to grow. Okay. So it was like growth, confidence, empowerment, and beauty was like the main things that I was trying to instill in like that growing company. Yeah. It was even really hard for me to like name it after myself too. I was like, that's so vain. (laughs) I had it on Instagram for like Miranda artistry. Yeah. It was for like my paintings and for like, like art that I did. And then hair was included in that. And then I just took everything else off and like started posting my hair content. Mm -hmm. And then I got, I got, I got a lot of people in the beginning and it took a lot because it was like, okay, boundaries. It's an ex, like expensive service. I am young. People are going to like try to try to push me around a little bit. Right. Um, but I was up there in that area until I had moved down here. So. Gotcha. And you just like stayed confident in like your, yourself and like the art that you do. And like, cause I know in the hair industry, a lot of stylists kind of struggle with like clients coming in and being like, well, I want this price. And it's like, okay, well, gotta go somewhere else then yeah. because my price is this. And I kind of don't understand them, like, if you want a discount, I won't be in business anymore. Like, you want yeah. your hair done? Then yeah. this is what it is. And For like, sure. I understood if people lost their jobs or like something was happening, but I learned really early on, like what's happening in other people's life doesn't mean that you can dictate how they spend their wallet. Mm-hmm. And like, I can listen to you and I can give you amazing hair and you can like work through this and know that you're investing in yourself here. But like, this is my job. Like this is my livelihood. 
Um, I feel like people respected that more after I said that. Yeah. Um, And then if they didn't, then it was like, oh, okay, thank you so much. Like, you're welcome to come back, but like, we're not doing your hair today. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Sorry. But. um, Gotta do it. Yeah. Confidence is huge. It's just when everybody around you is telling you you can't do it, like you have to just find a way to do it. And if you're Mm -hmm. constantly learning and like, like ongoing education and you're like, even YouTube, like you're just, YouTube has everything now. If you're just on YouTube learning about like different textures or like just business models or even how to like greet your clients better, like how to do a scalp massage while you're in the shampoo bowl, like the Mm -hmm. smallest things, you're literally leveling up every single day. And then you know you're doing better because you're not just sitting there like waiting for things to come to you. You're like, you're trying to do something every day. So I feel like that built the confidence as well. It's like, I'm not just sitting here. Like I know I'm trying. Yeah, the educational yeah. part. And like YouTube is just free content yeah. for people. I mean, it's good to go in person and obviously do that. Did you do any of that? Like go to like yes. hair class? I was really afraid. I, I feel like I went five years of being a licensed hairstylist before I actually went to like a big class. Um, but the first class that I went to was the one that I went to in SoCal and mm-hmm. it was a three day convention. I remember I was so sick. I like did not have the money to be there. I just knew I had to do it. I had gotten fired two days before. Oh my gosh. Like I'm coming back with everything. I remember texting like 80 clients. Um, the salon had taken my clientele too. So then most of them were just like, oh, we're going to stay here. I'm like, okay. Bit my tongue, looked for more people. If you have any friends in the area and they want extensions, let me know. I'll be back, you know, in five days, we'll talk about it. And then, um, yeah, that was like the main class that I went to. Um, I ended up staying with the education company for like four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I just graduated in that licensee. So it was just like a bunch of ongoing education. I was coming down to SoCal every six weeks for classes and to get my hair done. Um, I didn't trust anybody else to do it. You still get your hair done by the same mm-hmm. person? Yeah. That's awesome. So we've gotten a little more creative now. I used to be blonde and then we went rose gold and now we're like every color, every six weeks. <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah, we love it. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like now it's more like I want to take more business classes. I want to take more um, like social speaking classes. Like I want to learn how to like talk better. Um, you talk great. That's why yeah. I'm you. <laughs> and um, of course, like color classes, everything's evolving. Yeah. I just feel like everybody has a certain technique and then they put a little spin on it and then decide to have a class. So mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Well, before we close up here, um, what's like the best like business advice you would give to someone like brand new coming into Sola? Um, I would say just do it now. Like if you have the idea, say you're, I want to open up in six months, mm-hmm. like start, start telling people now, mm-hmm. like, prior to you actually doing it, like start telling people, start educating yourself and like literally just jump into it. And then it will literally just like open up the path for you. You'll find out what you need to do financially, physically, mentally, like the different opportunities of people will come into your life. If you are hesitant, it's not going to work. Like you just have to like start before you're even ready to do it. I think that is probably the the biggest thing that I wish I would have done and listened to myself like four years ago yeah I love that 
I love that too. Sounds like confidence was huge for you. Got you really far. And yeah, I loved it. I loved your story. Wrestler to hairstylist. Yeah, wrestler to hairstylist. <laughs> Slash business owner. <laughs> yes, exactly. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Appreciate your time. And yeah. hope, hopefully now you're a re- reoccurring guest. You know, we can, you can come on and chat about other things as well. We'd love to have you back. Speaking classes. No, I'm <laughs> oh, hush. This is your speaking class. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> to the list. Yeah, right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, Miranda. Thanks, guys. Um, Remember to uh, like, comment, and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. And be sure to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Um, We're trying to come out with these every few weeks. Um, So stay tuned. Thanks.